This following episode contains spoilers for the film or films being discussed. You have been warned. We all remember the big moments in the movies we see. The big set pieces, the famous dialogue, the twists, the naked times. But film is an entity made up of hundreds of little moments that either make them special or relegate them to obscurity. We are here to talk about those moments. Welcome to Movie Microscope. Kick it, Movie Microscope. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the latest movie, Microscope. My name is Nick Nunziata. I am your gracious host. Alongside me, the estimable Justin Waddell. Justin, how are you doing? Mm, all right. Hey. You were just singing little songs, little ZZ Top songs before we started recording. I, I was. I was in a good mood. Now I'm in a bad mood. You're in a vamp mood. Oh. So, uh, yeah, today we are focusing on a seminal vampire film from the 80s called Vamp. Seminal? Insanely so. Um, now, if you don't know what a movie microscope is, it's a it's a program where we we focus on the lesser moments. We go in we go in super subcutaneously and get right down to it. We go to the marrow and just suck the fucking nutrients out. We do. We don't waste our time with the fucking huge moments. The we skin. Just, yeah, we we get deep inside. Mm-hmm. We live ourselves like a little planaria, mm-hmm. like digging around microscopically. Then we pull out and share it with the likes of you. So right. if like we were doing um, Hambone and Hilly, we wouldn't be talking about the scene where they dig a trench and they find the body of Abraham Lincoln. <laughs> I wish we would talk about that scene. <laughs> Do you remember that movie? Mm-hmm. No. Hambone and Hilly? Hambone and Hilly. Uh-uh. Oh, must see. Must R- see. Richard Donner? <laughs> no. Richard Dogger. It's more like it. It's a dog movie. Little puppies. When did it come out? I'd say 81. So before Vamp. 83? So before Vamp. When did Vamp come out? 86. Okay. Now it, I gotta know when Hambone and Hilly came out. I've never even heard of this movie. I've How heard, the fuck have you not? I've heard of Turner and Hooch. I've heard of... 1983. Fox and the Hound. Lillian Gish. Candy Clark. O.J. Simpson. I guess they did Voices. Ugh. Who directed that? Uh, Roy Wa- Roy Watts. Sounds like a sandwich. I remember um, one of my favorite films growing up was Oh Heavenly Dog. I loved it too, Chevy Chase. Yeah, and this was uh, this was uh, the other dog film from around that time. This is the do- the dog uh, Chevy Chase dies, comes back to uh, as a dog, and the Isn't dog he like a private eye or something. I think so, and yeah. he's trying to solve his own death, maybe his own murder. And he, it's a dog running around with the voice of Chevy Chase. Yeah, and I remember like half the movie, he's got that pink thing out, and he's just ripping, <laughs> ripping with it. It 
It's a plot of flesh, too. Uh, Vamp, I'm going to read you a, a summary from the old IMDb. Okay, bring do you want it me to, Do you want me to... Uh, I'm just going to give you the simple one. Two fraternity pledges travel to a sleazy bar mm-hmm. in search of a stripper for their college friends, unaware it is occupied by vampires. Oh, now, I don't think they're pledges. They I are. I think they... F- are they? Remember, the film starts off. Well, with I thought them. that they were faking it, and they were really there just to sell those guys on on like they're just trying to make money off of them. Maybe they f- they no, no, they're pledges. Really? Yeah. Oh, because then they're like, we don't want to. The whole point is they go get the stripper. They don't want to get hazed, and so they're like, right. we can come through for you guys. Okay, but they are kind of these con artists in college, right? They 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 make a quick buck. I doubt it. I think you're wrong. I don't know. I don't remember. Are we supposed to watch this one? Chris Makepeace and Robert Russler though, together. Grace Jones. Getty Watanabe. But the best? Oh, you're right. The best is Billy Drago. <laughs> the best? Oh, shit. Uh, the best is that guy that died. Mm-mm. Who? Dee Dee Pfeiffer. Oh, she's so so cute. What's your What's your memories of this one? Did you, did you see it in the theater? I saw this on VHS uh, and fell in love with it. I saw it in VHS as well, and this was like... Uh, when it, I didn't see it in the theater. When it came out, this was a big... We were excited to watch this because it looked like a sex vampire. It looked like a sexy sex vampire movie. So, like, I thought there's going to be a lot of nudity in this one. Oops. And so we were excited. Oops. Um, I was... Plus, I, it got overshadowed by several other vampire movies. Yeah. By the way, the sexiest vampire movie of that time? Mm-hmm. Life Force. Well... I know, but that was a little before this. Yeah, just That's because eighty five. She was a yeah. She was. Toby Hooper did Poltergeist in eighty four, so it has to be around. She's 86. naked a lot. Super naked. What was the actress's Matilda name? May. That's quick. <laughs> was she a little crush of yours back then? Ah, uh, maybe. I mean, she showed her fucking heat everywhere. How do you not like it? I know that you she like, would. Like... I'm like a twelve year old kid looking at all this heat. Yeah. And then she... Pink things out. Fucking nailing it. <laughs> she had the voice of Chevy Chase. <laughs> so hot. <laughs> yeah, but this got overshadowed by other vampire movies, and I understand why. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's this is kind of a movie that people are coming back around on now that that you know things are getting boutique releases or whatever boutique releases and 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 there's like these special DVDs are made and I think people are kind of celebrating vamp for some reason this year and maybe they haven't seen it nobody's celebrating <laughs> nobody's it kind of it kind of is getting nobody's a, celebrating vamp I saw someone tweeting about it recently that like a horror guy was saying this is a it's a fun movie it is a fun I, movie I actually love this movie but I could see why people might not uh, but the thing, the funny thing is, is I clung so dearly to Robert Russler's performance in this, thinking it was transformative. It was like Brad Pitt in Thumb and Louise, or Griffin Dunn or Jude Law in Mr. Ripley, you know, or or uh, you know, like Tom Skerritt in every movie he's ever been in, you know. Yeah. Or, uh, you know, keep going. Risa fans in Notting Hill. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. Keep going. Um, Paul Lamatt. In uh, American Graffiti? Hmm. Another? Let's give me one more. Okay, I'm going to go. Uh, 
Paul. <laughs> What's his fucking name? Paul. What's that guy's name? I don't remember his name. In what? In Quiz Show? No. What's his name? Paul Schofield? I thought it was. It's not Rubens. Not Paul Rubens. It's a name like that. Okay. Paul um, Rudd? No, the kid in The Beast Within. I don't know. <laughs> I think it's just Paul. <laughs> no wonder he hasn't got hired again. They can't look him up in the phone book. I remember the credits come out. Paul says, Clemens, that's his right. It's says, Paul Clemens in the in the Beast Within. That was a star making performance. It looks a little bit like Jack White, which ain't good. Ain't well, good they had the. What I always liked about that movie is they put, they put uh, the Beast Within, the you know, title card, and then they go Paul Clemens, and then the Clemens fades, fades away, <laughs> and it's just Paul. So I thought that was a nice touch. Do you remember that movie? I don't really. Oh my god! It's the name of a, vid- a video game too, right? Isn't there a Beast Within video game? I don't know. Altered Beast? No, oh, that's what I'm thinking of. What's the Beast Within? Oh, it's a who, fucking rough movie. Who did it? I don't remember who did it, but it's a hard movie. It's got, it's a, it's a, it's a genuinely, um, eight like the true. It's right, it might be one of the quintessential '80s horror films. Yeah, because it's, it's brutal. It's got bladder effects. It's got transformations. Yeah, boobies, decapitations, mm. and uh, raw meat. I don't remember Brown Wall. It's a great movie. All right, we're doing Beast Within on here. So it's kind of a it's kind of a sleazy. It makes you kind of sick thinking about it. There cicadas factor into the movie. I'm looking. I up. love this movie, but BB Besh is the mom. She's got she's a pretty woman. She's you know, got BB, what? Why BB, you say she got what? She's a nude in it. She's nude. She's a nude in it. I think this is a rape actually. Well, then I don't want to watch it. But no, she's raped by the Beast Within. Oh, then I do want to watch it. It's 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 kind of a soulmate to extra in a way. Oh, I don't want to watch it. The Beast Within. I think Wilford Brimley might be in it. Then I do want to watch it. Uh, is he wearing those white boots? No, I think he's wearing a tank top. I could be wrong. Um, does this ring any bells? <laughs> <laughs> we'll put that picture on our on our Instagram. Save that. This. <laughs> Don't cheat. Don't look ahead. Stop. Stop learning. I'm, not, I'm trying Wait, to... Let's s- finish this podcast I don't so rec- we can watch the movie. I don't think I've seen it. I can't watch that tonight. Oh, God. We need You're to. You're joking. I, I hate this podcast. Who who um, who um directed that? Um, Scorsese. <laughs> um, You're right. Oh, Ronnie Cox in there. So so no so no uh, Wilford. Felipe Mora did. Oh. Oh, oh. Tom Holland wrote it, I guess. He's still killing it. It's only twelve ninety nine. Oh god, that guy's still directing. Beast Within guy. Yeah, he did a big. He did Howling Three, didn't he? Did he do what's how? What's the tagline? Your sister's a werewolf. I think so. Oh my uh, god, Messack Tiller. Oh, that's the second one. All right, we got sidetracked. How Vamp. You- <laughs> You're just trying to make Vamp better by mentioning that one. Um, that was a. Oh man, that was visceral. Um, all right, so I, th- I think the scene that everybody remembers in this uh, is when they're driving at the beginning of the movie to the strip club and they're singing, uh, "Doctor, Doctor, give me the news. I got a bad taste of or that case. Bad case." That's not the name of the song, but it's a long title. 
I think it's just bad case of loving you. I don't think that's the name of it either. No pill gonna cure. I- Maybe doctor doctor's the title. Maybe. Well, if one could ask, one could ask Robert Palmer if he were alive. He didn't sing that. Did he? Are you kidding me? That's an older song than Robert Palmer. R.I.P. So, do you think should I? Do you think it's a should I not write Nad, Nad Case P.F. when I'm searching for it? <laughs> Why are we searching oh, for? Oh, oh, the song. You mean the song "Bad Case of Loving You" by Robert Palmer? That's not the song. Oh yes, it is. Doctor, doctor, give me the news. It's called "Bad Case of Loving You" and then in parentheses, "Doctor." Oh God, doctor. it is a Robert Palmer. Is that really? Is it a cover? It's a cover. Yeah. Who sang it originally? Robert Palmer. No. Moon Martin. Oh. I'm not even kidding. But the one that matters is Robert Palmer. You hear that guy was killed, Moon Martin? He was murdered. Tom Cullen? No. Moon Martin. Did Tom Cullen kill him? No. How did he die? He walked next to a werewolf. <laughs> All right. Can you imagine what, how horrible that would be? Yeah. Where if the guy that's just normal, normal, normal introduces himself, hi, Moon Martin, instant werewolf. You want to know some weird trivia about Moon Martin? Let me zoom in. He got murdered by a werewolf? Born without an ass. So fucking ironic. <laughs> Did he really write that song, Moon Martin? Yeah, but Robert Palmer made it successful. They had a, they had a song about him, Moon Martin, Martin, born without an ass, murdered. One hairy little pussy and a thimble of sperm. <laughs> You got a stroke from the guitar. <laughs> so, Vamp. Directed by. <laughs> Do you know? We watched, <laughs> watched a, lot of, a lot of footage of this guy behind the scenes. Yeah, we did. His name is. He's, he's, he's writing a superhero movie right now. I just heard his name on, in the press release. Do you remember his name? No. All right, hold on. Moon Martin? <laughs> Is it... Okay, it's not Keith, because that's Chris Makepeace's name. Um, directed Vamp, directed by... Craig? I'll give you a hint. Richard? Wank. Yeah. Um, that was like his first... This is his first movie, I, th- I As think. As a director. Yeah, and he was. Uh, he's a big screenwriter right now. Still doing it. Still killing it. Um, let's talk about some of his other stuff he's done. He's done lately. Yeah, he did Grace Jones on a couch. <laughs> lately, um, let's see. He's, he's a big writer. Right Winkle in Time. He's writing the. He wrote the Equalizer two. Okay, a favorite film of yours from last year. He directed the mega hit Jack Reacher Never Go Back. No, or, I'm no, sorry, he wrote, he wrote it. it. Yeah, it was. Zwick. Um, he did oh, another movie like The Mechanic, and Sixteen Blocks back to back. I know, poor Richard Wink. But he's still, he's still look, getting paid. But look at upcoming projects. I know, Craven the Hunter. That's the one. Yeah. Which they which might... Is, be- which is one I'm actually very excited about because I love that storyline. <sighs> I love that storyline too, but do you think they'll do that storyline? Yeah. With uh, with Spidey? Well, I mean, uh, yeah. I mean, that's... that's they really, have to, but... Yeah. yeah. I don't know if they're going to get Matt Craven, but... Let's Dreamcast Craven real quick. Craven the Hunter. Okay. Warren Furs... Wearing like a leopard he's, fur. He's, he's a masculine dude, uh-huh. dark hair, kind of a 
you know, slick back shit, a little facial hair. Obviously a, a very adept man of action. Mm-hmm. Who do you go for? Mm. Who fits the bill for you? Somebody hulking and tough. That hasn't already been cast in a million superhero movies. Oh, man, you really make it hard. Um, what about... Um, Can't use Ray Stevenson. Can't use Ben Affleck. Yeah. Can't use Momoa. Keep talk. Keep solid. Can't use Michael Keaton. All right. Here, here's what they could get. Just imagine they'd have to put him. He'd have to go on one of those like chicken only. I already know who it's going to be. But go ahead, chicken only. Yeah. Um. You know, diets jacked out. Just th- picture picture this guy just totally ripped. Fisher Stevens. So he fishes and hunts. But also doing his accent from Short Circuit. <laughs> his, his racist portrayal. He didn't know it was racist at the time. <laughs> didn't he? Nope. <laughs> he did a sequel too, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah. I saw the, both in the theater. I did too. I saw Soul Man in the theater. I did not. I saw them. Surprised that movie doesn't get a lot of play these days. <laughs> it's weird. <laughs> Who did that? It was somebody real. I think it was somebody real made that movie. Yeah. That's a good idea. It was a fun movie at the time because we didn't know any better. That was quickly controversial, that film. I don't remember at one moment of controversy. No? Who's the girl? Ray Dong? Yeah. She's hot. Yeah. Who's the guy? See Thomas Howe? Mm-hmm. He's hot. I wonder who else was in Who's that Who's the combatant? Who's the bad guy? Well, the, the bad guy is paint. Do you know that uh, C. Thomas House showed up on The Walking Dead recently oh as a, a little little cameo character because he's friend of, friends with the director that was directing that episode. Nice. Um, well, he was on uh, Big Show. They needed somebody that could ride horseback. I guess who could do it? C. Thomas. Mm-hmm. He also needed someone who could do blackface. <laughs> so they called in the best. Night, way to go, C. Thomas Howe. What was the premise? Do you, re- do you remember the, ch- the, the, the Chud Hack? Do you remember when we had uh, Chud got hacked? Yes. By C. Thomas Howell. Got, Do you remember that? I remember it got hacked. No, no. It, it was a stage thing that I did with um, Patrick Sariol. No. Chud got hacked by C. C. Thomas Howell. <laughs> no. And and he insisted his, the C stood for Calibos. <laughs> and he took over the site and rewrote everything. And he was, all the things were being, he was interfering in all the articles and stuff. No, that's amazing. Yeah. I don't remember. That was probably 2000, 2001. Oh, back when you played racquetball. Back when I was successful. Um, was the premise of Soul Man that he couldn't get into college, so then he pretended he was African-American to get, the, to get in. Is that the premise? Yeah. And he did blackface. Uh-huh. <laughs> God damn it. How did they make it? I think it was instantly controversial. Like, it was instantly. It was instantly a hit. It was not a hit. It was a hit. There's no way. Super likable movie was a hit. Oh, likable. No, I think it was immediately problematic. I'm so man. Yeah, it killed it, man. You know who wrote that? The Blues Brothers. Mark Moon. <laughs> um, Steve Miner directed yeah, that. Yeah, I told you. It's fucking masterpiece. <laughs> name, name one other actor in that without looking. I'm looking. 
Got Holy one shit, it's got real good actors. Yeah, it does. It's got one of the best. Are you gross? Or one of the best actor uh, comedians. Are you gross? Like I said. Julie Louis. Ron Reagan. James Sicking. He's in. He shows up a lot. Love that guy. All right, let's get back to Vamp. See, I think that's the thing about this movie is <laughs> I don't think we want to talk about it that much. But they drive in a car. This movie has the premise later ripped off by... The Bible. <laughs> by? By... From? The hip. Dusk? Oh. Till? Uh. Dumb. It is a club the, run by vampires. By vampires. Yeah. And these hapless young men... Starring... Chris Makepeace, known for Meatballs, mm-hmm. known for My Bodyguard, known for... Retiring early from acting. Known for... What? Other things. Yeah. Robert Rustler, uh, and then um, uh, Dee Dee Pfeiffer, who works at the club. And is Michelle, is Michelle Pfeiffer's... That's how I'm going to connect it. Michelle Pfeiffer's sister. Michelle Pfeiffer used to be married to Fisher Stevens. Thank you. Can I go on a limb and zoom or in a little bit? She was with him. I don't think I'm married. I, I'm going to zoom in. I don't think they officially were married. Can I zoom in? Yeah. For a brief stretch in the in the 80s, Michelle was the second hottest Pfeiffer sister. Yeah, I don't know about that. But I, Dee Dee's up there. I think Michelle Pfeiffer aged into magnificence. I don't think Michelle Pfeiffer ever relinqu- relinquished the title. I think she did. I Man. think Didi was more of a traditional beauty, mm-hmm. not otherworldly, feline. But I think Michelle Pfeiffer, I think her big sexual coming out party. What? I mean, I th- Tequila Sunrise was right when she no. started to look like the Michelle Pfeiffer that's real. She was like. She was a little. She was a little no. generic in Greece, no. too. She was. Scarface. Oh, come on. She's beautiful in both those movies. She's pretty, but she's not Dee Dee pretty in that. Oh, you've got to be fucking kidding me. Dee Dee Pfeiffer but then, is beautiful, but, but, but Michelle Pfeiffer is like, come on now. No, Dee Dee Pfeiffer at the time Don't of Vamp even. is better looking what than her doing? sister Why was. Why are we doing this? We're old. We're grown men. Okay. Do you, you know what's hotter? Mackay Pfeiffer. Um, I don't agree with you, but I do like Dee Dee Pfeiffer in this movie a lot. She God is. damn it! What happened? I want you to like her more for a minute. I love okay, but I love her in this. I think she's the best part of this film. I will say I'm going to go on a limb. Her, well, the best delivery of dialogue is Grace Jones. She's got no words. Your favorite guy was the roach eating guy. I love the guy that is the manager of the club. He's super fun. Sandy something. Sandy. I wrote this name down. Sandy arithmetic. Sandy dog. Sandy Baron. Yeah, I think and he, he gives a good performance in this too. But Dee Dee is. Is this woman who has a? Uh, she's a waitress there. She recognizes our hero, uh, Chris Makepeace, and uh, yeah, they had hooked up before or something. He doesn't remember her. That is fiction. Yes. Well, her best acting achievement in the film was acting interested in Chris. Makepeace. I know, yeah, but she's really funny in this. Like she, Robert Rustler is funny as shit. He's funny too, and they have they had the Nick and I watched the behind the, like the 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 revisit to this where they get the actors back. And she's still very funny uh, talking about this movie and still very uh, charming and things stuff. So um, I give her a thumbs up. Never, uh, I don't know what you're talking about saying that Michelle Pfeiffer isn't pretty and 
Grease too. You gotta be nuts. She's she had Crazy. a very bland look back then. Oh, and then come and then, and then, on. then she went. Then she went to looking to looking like one of the most wonderful objects ever to travel the planet. It's a, it's like Catwoman. You've been drinking? No, I'm just saying. What's in that cup? Two girls. Call Caesar. Caesar. Different podcast. Oh, these are weeks apart. I don't know where we're going. These them. are weeks apart. Um, you know the name of the club that they go to? After Dark. Mm-hmm. Actually, got that wrong. It's the After Dark Club. Do you know the Do you know the name of the cafe they eat at? Uh, the Spinning Tears. Yes! Holy <laughs> shit! Got it. What is it? The OK Cafe. Do you know the name of the girl with the jacked up teeth inside that cafe? The actress's name. The character's name. I hope it's Jade. Maven. Maven? Yeah. Maven? Yeah. That's kind of cool. All right, so the premise of Vamp. We are 25 minutes into this. (laughs) (laughs) Why don't we, yeah. Uh, So they are, uh, these these, these hapless teenagers. Well, we we did the premise. I read the premise off the IMDb. They coerce Getty Watanabe to front their adventure because he's this rich but hateful or or a very annoying guy that nobody wants to be friends with, so he begs them to bring him along. Where do you think the people might remember Gede from? From Sixteen Candles and and from other Gung Ho. Yeah. yeah. And what's his favorite famous line from Sixteen Candles? What's happening, sauce? <laughs> what's happening, sauce? <laughs> Close. <laughs> um, but uh, he like that's another thing is that he's on the behind the scenes of this and he's very fun to listen to like he's he's having like he actually had a blast doing this movie and he's seems like I got a good head on his shoulders I like hearing from him I like checking in how's Grace Jones how's she come off on those those doc the documentary oh she's not on it oh that's a surprise well there's one scene where she's she's in one scene yeah well that was so Grace Jones was cast as the vampire um bringing she brought her Andy Warhol, you know, entourage to the film set. Apparently, she was trouble on the set, <laughs> which is not a surprise. But she's, well, how do you th- feel about her performance in this? It's very strange. She's very strange, but I kind of like it. I like it too. And they have, you know, she comes out and does a strip tease in this that is insane. Like she has like this crazy, like, looks like a stovetop outfit on or something. Not stuffing, but like a. Hold on one second. Yeah. What do you got? Yeah, she's wearing a spiral. Yeah, it's very strange. Sort of revealing. It is very revealing, but then the crowd goes wild for it. I, it's a strange striptease. There's nothing horny about the striptease well, in this movie. It's very unsettling in a weird way because she also has like Ronald McDonald hair, you know, like a wig. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Just get the, That's what I was thinking. Is it? <laughs> but she's got a strange look in this. She does. But, but she's also very, she's very animalistic. But she's also very like. Um, she's a she's a person. She's she's just very like obviously eye catching in this and very interesting and certainly a, I think kind of makes you know she's like a in a way she's like a special effect without you know, she, before she turns into a vampire you know she's just super odd already um, but performance artist obviously she whatever yeah so, so they go to this club to get a stripper yeah they're gonna hire her. After they see that performance, they're going to bring her back to college. But before they get there, first of all, they go to this weird car spin where they're transported-ish. Yeah, so they almost get in a wreck. They spin the car around, and when they 
when they are done spinning around, they're in a different part of the city. And, and, and it's abandoned. Yeah. It's supposed to be like they were transported to a different world. That's never really explained. No, they talk about it a little bit on the behind the scenes. It's uh, an odd choice. They but bump I, into, but they but they bump into a, a crew of toughs, street toughs. They do, led by Billy Drago. Yep, who's also his own strange creature. Yeah, he's a wonderfully strange apparition. Yes, great in the Untouchables. Yeah, he was great usually in anything he shows up in. He's always kind of interesting to watch. Yeah, but uh, also seems like. Like a down to earth dude. Like yeah. In the, in the behind he the looks scenes. he looks like Clint Eastwood. Right. Without the bank account. Yes. <laughs> um always cast as a, as the good guy. Did I zoom in? Yeah. <laughs> so do you remember okay, so they go to this club. Uh-huh. After he gra- after Robert Russell grabs Billy Drago's dick. That happens. Yep. Um and uh, we see the sex, sexual people, and uh, where where the movie really kind of takes takes its real heat uh, is once Grace Jones is revealed to be a vampire. Yeah. Robert Rustler goes back to meet with her in hopes of hiring her. Right. Instead, he has intercourse with her. Well, doesn't get that far. He doesn't get in. No. Because her he toenails transform. Yeah, that, hor- that horrifies you. That really fucked me over. Yeah, and then when you're a kid. And now. Yeah, so she's laying atop him, like she's writhing around. He's I all thought she gets. I thought happy. they get it no, going. No, he's. I think she gets maybe gets naked, and he's like all excited, like he gets. He starts to get naked, but it's too late. Like, yeah, he presents his belly to her, and then by that time, she presents fangs, presents toenail fangs. Ugh, it's fucked up. And yeah, hovering uh, toenail, Ugh. and she rips his throat off and yeah. starts eating him. No sex. No. Damn it, poor guy. So in the I keep saying the behind the scenes, and the behind the scenes they show Grace. Jones doing these motions to the director who's just <laughs> enjoying it. Yeah, just that just seems like it's a not very, uncomfortable at all. It's not uncomfortable at all to watch. It just seems like inappropriate to me. The casting couch in effect. But it seems like he shouldn't have been in that role. Like he's directing her while he, she's on top of him. It's, it's very strange. Yeah, and she's humping him. And maybe she brought some of that. And he was, she was like, "Let me show you." That's probably how it went down. But it seems very strange. Yeah, probably the highlight of his life. Um, or Equalizer 2. Yeah. Um, I can't really read my notes because I hand wrote these during when we watched it. Well, I mean, one of the things I, one of my notes was they drink Miller, which is a fucking horrible decision. Yeah. Probably the worst decision they make in the film. Um, so Robert Russler then comes back. But I've, that's oh, much later. All right. You can keep, I don't, I don't know when. I want, I, I want you to tell me, do you remember what her, about her fish tank? She had a muddy ass catfish tank. Did she? Yeah. You were disappointed. I love it. I used to have one of my, myself, but it's just such a weird choice for a filmmaker. And the movie does have a very specific style to it, very color driven. Um, if you remember, it does. It's a lot of fluorescence, brown wall, super brown wall. So, do you remember what one of the, so this, there's a several strippers that come out, and there's a, the MC and the guy, the you know Sandy Baron, or whatever, and he says, "Do you remember this line? I have this written down." She's not much upstairs, but what a staircase. Yeah. Nice line. Yeah. I don't know if it's a nice line. Is it a nice line? You remember what his favorite food is? Bugs. Yeah. Eat some roaches. Some, eat some, some roaches. Mm-hmm. Like a straight up Renfield, huh? Nice. Yep. 
But yes, Robert Rossler becomes a vampire. They discard his body, and it's later discovered. Perfect crime, by the way. <laughs> Just throw in the trash. Yep. Um, what about what do you think about the the, con, the continuing the the it's done this several times by Gede the Bianca gag, where they or the the Bianca Bianca gag where they he misses his mouth, keep missing his mouth. It's with really the spray. bad. It's really bad. It's really eighties. Yeah. Do you think it's the first time though? Because that's I miss Bianca. Do we still? Is this still available? I'm sure. Okay. Yeah, I'm sure. Was she still married to Mick Jagger? Or <laughs> um, oh, so yeah. Then there's a. Um, what do you think of that? So, so uh, Billy Drago's gang is kind of like I guess they're kind of an albino gang. Yeah. And um, hello, babe. Yeah, and so they're chasing our hero at one point, and. But they're not vampires. They look like they could be, yeah. but they're not. This is a surprise twist is they're not. They're just a gang. Yeah. Um, and one of them gets set upon by a little girl. Yep. What do you think of that scene? I thought that was kind Love of a it. fun scene. He Love just, it. She starts to bite his arm. Yeah. Do you remember remember his line to her, too? What gang is this? Yeah. That's when the vampires show up. <laughs> well, that's at the end, right? Isn't Drago say that at the end? Well, I mean, it's right around the same time the little girl launches. That's way late in the film. No, it's not. Yeah, it is. No, no. The little, the midget girl, the little flying girl. Yeah, flying girl's late as fuck. Is it? Yeah, yeah. Thir- page three in my notes. No, you took three note pages. Okay, so Grace Jones uh, is the head of these vampires here at this little club. Uh huh. She's got henchmen up the ass for days. Um, do, how how does the Asian girl make out? So she um, makes a mistake. Yeah. And, and she's poor. She's reprimanded. She is. How? How? Have how well? S- did you see Temple of Doom? Yeah. That's a good. That's a cool shot. The way they did that. It is. Yeah. They. She punches her heart out. She reaches. Punch grabs it. Yeah. Um, the effects are pretty good. Fun. Yeah. Robert Rustler's makeup. Fun. He comes back. Fun. Funny. He's. He's just a fun character. Mm-hmm. I remember, I remember thinking that the Formica joke was way funnier in my memory than it is in actuality. Yeah. Well, that's because he, because he gets, he gets staked, mm-hmm. and you think he's dead, but then he, he, so you think he's dead, comes back as a vampire, and he's wrestling with, he wants to eat his best friend. He says, then he say something like, "You got my next meal in your veins," or oh, something. Oh, such an awkward line. Um, and then he gets killed. He actually makes his best friend kill him, which stakes him through the heart. But and then, then at the end he shows up saves, again. Saves the day and it, yeah. But he for, never uh, dies. I don't remember Formica looking like that, but it's not important. The thing, the thing that makes this movie fun is, um, it's, it's weird. It's it, there's always like a sense of, uh, of oddness to it. It's uncomfortable. Like mm-hmm. it, there's always it's uncool. Right. It tries to be cool and sexy, and it's uncool and awkward in a charming way. Right. And. I think that's you know it helps to have Dee Dee Pfeiffer kind of being the tour guide. She's adorable. She's fun. She kind of feel, she does a lot of exposition in this movie. Right. Make peace has pretty good comic sensibilities. It's kind of he fun. just looks like a he looks like Mel Gibson had a problem like a pituitary disorder at birth <laughs> or something like that. Yeah, he's a he's a strange lead man. You think more Robert Russell is more of the traditional looking. Yeah. Because uh, make peace. By the way, mm-hmm. zoom in. Robert Rustler, mm-hmm. I played the shit out of him in Wing Commander 4. He was in that, huh? Uh-huh. Not as good as Wing Commander 3 with Mark Hamill. 
Yeah. Well, Wing Commander Four is pretty solid. It's a, he's one of those guys that I never really had an appreciation for until uh, Mickey Rourke did his biopic. Oh, the wrestler. Uh huh. Yeah, it was good. Yeah, I I think Barringer's was better. I, I thought he did a better job. Which one? Uh, Wrestler's Rhapsody. <laughs> that just won. Uh, Rami Malek just won the Oscar for that. Did he really? Yeah. Wrestler Malik. <laughs> well deserved. Oh, <laughs> nailed it. Surprised that one didn't get Best Picture. I call it. I you know I know a lot of people don't like have a nickname for it. I call it Bow Rap. Yeah. Yeah. What do you, is that going to catch on? I think it will because Tom Wopat's uh, hip hop record <laughs> is perfectly timed. Um. Anyway, so Vamp didn't win. Did this one? Did it win an Oscar? <laughs> Back then, yep. Um, I Chris Makepeace is a Oscar is, De La Hoya saw it in the theater. <laughs> That's a lie. <laughs> um, I think that um this movie is uh, it's fun. It's 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 very obviously low budget. There's not a lot going on. There's a couple. There's that scene. You know, there's a terrifying scene in this to me. That one of the terrifying deaths and you know, or situations you get put into a mo- in a movie is when you're in an elevator and you're stuck yeah. and it starts to go up or down uh-huh. and the, you're going to get like cut in half or your head yeah. decapitated. There's that. That's in this. Yep. With Chris Makepeace, he, does, he, he doesn't get killed. He a fight scene with an elevator, yep. Does he, do you think, is this the first instance of like elevator? That's, I, that's what no I'm always interested in, huh? That happens all the time. But I wonder if it's the first. Happens all the time in movies. Usually... People don't get killed like that, but every once in a while there's a death. There's that that movie called with the sentient elevators. The sentient elevator. elevator? It's called the lift. Oh yeah. Um, and later re- remade in America as something else. Elevator. Something. An elevator kills someone that way. There's elevator deaths all over the place. Yeah. Mario. Usually people are falling down shafts though. Oh yeah. Usually not getting decapitated. Yeah. Emilio. I mean, that's a whole different. That's a whole different thing in Mission Impossible. And then Devil, I mean, the best. Well, uh, anyway, that that's where the another Pfeiffer shows up in that as the elevator operator. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Which one? You named him during the film. I didn't know this. <laughs> there's there's a Michelle Pfeiffer. There's. Dee Pfeiffer, and then there's a there was an 80 year old elevator operator in this, and you said his name was I don't remember Hunger, <laughs> Hung, Hungar Pfeiffer. <laughs> Forgot about Hungar. He's in it. Let me do. Forgot about that. We watch Vamp together. Uh, we typically, we watch these movies separately. We do. Yeah. We watch Vamp together, like we're gonna watch The Beast Within. Um, I'm trying to. Make One of the notes of I wrote here is my memory sucks. <laughs> I kept waiting for great shit to happen. Son of a bitch. I do have, um, let, me, let me read one of my notes. I got a note. Remember when he, there's like two scenes where the sewer, tr- sewer adventures? Mm-hmm. Remember when his flashlight stops working in the completely brightly lit sewer? <laughs> it's the cleanest looking sewer in town. Um, they put some fog in it, I guess, but it just... Um, I like when he, whenever um, Robert Russell is so new to being a vampire, 
and they're having that conversation and he's like i got a list he's like i got a list here something he doesn't remember everything yeah. he supposedly wrote, he like wrote it down it's great i got a list here somewhere improv and they have like a another kind of a call on a call back almost to american warf in london when he says something very similar he's like you ever talk to a yeah corpse they're boring or they're creeps or something yeah they may have ripped that off a little bit um I don't know, man. At the beginning, they shoot a bow, and that comes in at the end. I wrote that note down. <laughs> That's how sad my notes are. Well, I mean, it's you're too busy enjoying the movie. You got caught up in it. This the thing is, like, this movie is is fine, but it's not like a fright night. It's not a classic. It's not. It's not great. It's fun, but it's not that memorable. It's a weird movie. I think it's memorable for Grace Jones. Grace Jones is like the most memorable part about and she's it. She's barely in it. She gets her ass, ass kicked very easily in it. But she's a very, she's on the poster. Like, you know, it's like she they used her to market it. Mm-hmm. Um, she brings a lot of the weirdness to it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the other people, uh, you know, other people around her are being very comical. You know what's funny? This is the most 80s movie it could possibly be. Just because they have like pink fluorescent light and green fluorescent light. The music, the yeah. style. The cho- everybody in the cast existed if but for a moment in the 80s Grace Jones 80s Chris Makepeace 80s Rustler barely 80s Pfeiffer 80s Watanabe super 80s Pfeiffer worked in the till the, in let's, the 90s let's not pretend Drago Drago Wink nobody yeah Pfeiffer was in Red Surf Never too young to die. Uh, just red surf. I don't think she was. I mean, she didn't have a career for shit. She must have been on TV at least. Yeah, I mean, but she never had a moment. She never was the star of anything. Don't you say it? How dare you? She had a moment where she was hotter than her sister. You know that it's PF. I'll tell you, not this PF Pfeiffer. You zoom in. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, killing it. She's on Sybil sitcom. Sybil Danning's show? Oh, Sybil Shepherd, bro. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for playing. <laughs> Star of another vampire film. Howling 2. Um, Cried. Do you remember Grace Jones's coup de gras at the end? She dies? Yeah, but she gets turned into a skeleton. Yeah. Oh, and then she... Flips the bird. Flips the bird off as she's disintegrating. Flips yeah. the bird. I think that's been done before. I just think or the after fact, it's been done after the fact that you could control your skeleton. That's well. That's yeah. Put the last energy into that. Yeah, I mean, that's there's nice. no muscle. Realism. Yeah. Eh, I don't think it's realistic. You, I wonder if this Michelle is a mishmash could, of a movie. I wonder if Michelle could have thrown her DD a bone, get her in, some, get her in some projects. Yeah, I think they're they're. Do you think they... F- they wrote a script for what lies even further beneath with her. <laughs> and they never got it made. They also got Carl Remar. <laughs> um, I strike... Th- I take that back. She played uh, Michelle Pfeiffer's cousin in Frankie and Johnny. So Michelle Pfeiffer did throw her a bone. Saw that in the theater, god damn it. Do you remember the, the big part of that movie? Frankie and Johnny at the Claire de Lune? Uh, whenever Pacino had sex in that movie, he was too, too quiet. 
And so the girls, the woman, like that he was having sex with, complained. I don't remember. It was that. too quiet. Really? Except when he was with Johnny, or you know, oh, with, wow. with Frankie. I guess that's her her name. Yeah. Um. Then he wasn't quiet anymore. You know what I'm saying? He found true love. Yeah. You know what he did? No. Oh, fuck! <laughs> oh. Or what's his big? What's he do? No. Well, I mean, he he, he did the scene where he gets a prostitute. <laughs> He's what? not gonna get me a hooah. <laughs> That's a, can you imagine the director panicking because Pacino's quiet the whole movie, and, the, and then the one sex scene that he's got to verbalize his orgasm. The director's had to be getting the night sweats before that, oh that next God. day. What's he gonna do? I can feel his dick. <laughs> <laughs> such a fucking hardcore actor naming every sperm as it comes out ADR for that or yeah 90R <laughs> can't what do we do this movie for we have nothing to say about it <laughs> we did we did <laughs> make peace that's a good last name not really okay so let's talk a little bit about the behind the scenes stuff because that's more interesting um, sort of well, okay. Well, okay, before well, we do that, what's your feeling on this movie now? I still, I still have a warm spot for it, but a soft spot, maybe a soft, <laughs> soft, <laughs> a soft spot. <laughs> English is a second language, apparently. <laughs> so. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, I can watch Fright Night whenever it comes I mean, on. Like, anything. I haven't seen the original Fright Night in a long time. <sighs> you know, any of those. Lost like, Boys, great. Yeah. Where, American War of London. Like, you can watch any of those movies when they're on. This no, one. Th- this is not that. I don't know if I would hang in, hang in there. It's fun. I mean, it's fine. But it's not. It doesn't have that anything that's, that's memorable. But it's funny how much. Glad I bought it for $28. <laughs> it is funny how. From Dust Till Dawn really like kind of rips it off, I think. I mean, I mean one element, yeah. A big element. I mean, they don't have, it's like, what if they weren't fraternities, but they were criminals? Yeah. You know, something like that. I think it's it's uh, probably giving Vamp too much credit to think that it had that much of an influence. Um, I, well, Tarantino. Yeah. He's he known to rip off story, things, right? Yeah, but I bet he likes Vamp. I bet he ripped off Vamp for, from, for Dust Till Dawn. But what about From Dust Till Dawn 2? I don't remember it. John Bon Jovi. I don't remember that at all. He's in it. I don't remember seeing it. <clears throat> I wasn't a big fan of From Dust Till Dawn. It's okay. 
I remember. I remember that it was funny because the something about Cheech Marin. There's like a guitar made out of a body or something like that. Yeah, that's a weird one. Yeah, I remember Summer Hike is adorable, obviously, and um, it was pre good acting Clooney, and he had the neck tattoo. Tarantino as an actor always a, a charm gets, to watch. Yeah, he gets killed early. It had like it did like Rob Zombie before Rob Zombie. It cast like remember it cast Tom Savini and like. Um, a couple actors like yeah. that. Yeah. Harvey Keitel was in there. He was a priest or something? Julia Lewis. He was a dad. He was yeah. also some religious. Yeah. <sighs> Not yeah. a great movie. Michael Parks, though. Yep. Yeah. I love him. Um, no, so behind the scenes, uh, Chris Chris Makepeace was happy to be there. He's wearing a big shirt. Yeah, wearing an ill-fitting shirt. Uh-huh. And uh, he looked like he'd aged a little bit. Not really. He looked good for his. He looked better than me. No. Age better than me. No. Start up better, look better. He he looked unhealthy. Oh. He looked bad. He looked bad. But uh yeah, it was neat to see some of those guys. Uh we get to see some uncomfortable footage of the director scromping with uh, Grace Jones. It was strange. That's the most maybe one of the most like strangest behind the scenes I've ever seen. Yeah. Um <clears throat> it was it was it makes you wonder what you don't see yeah. behind the scenes. He looked like he was in hog heaven during that. He was very happy. And he had obviously still carrying a torch for Dee Dee Pfeiffer in those behind the scenes. And he she loved still Dee seems Dee to carry one for him too. Or not, not really. They're okay. just she's not interested in him. All right. Let's zoom in. Okay. I didn't feel the connection went both ways. Um, I'm, <clears throat> I'm going to zoom in some more. There's some gossip probably written by Chris Makepeace out there on the internet floating around <laughs> about... Uh, Rumored trysts between him and Grace Jones. Yes. Of course, they don't refer to her as just Grace Jones. No. They refer to her as the... The mannish Grace Jones. Now, that is a very weird thing to say about somebody. I think that she's been... Maybe that was... The androgyny was kind of part of her thing. Mm-hmm. And so... <clears throat> you know, we I don't remember much about... Grace Jones, other than Vamp, and I remember, you know, like View to a Kill, View to a Kill, and I know she was a performance artist. Um, she's funny musician. in Boomerang, really funny in Boomerang. She was one of my favorite parts of that movie. She's the boss. She's a, an artist, uh, and she. But she's uh, got lines in that. Uh, lots of lines. Yeah. Uh, she she's this art like uh, she's the fashion. Right, uh, I remember her too. She had a, a serious like another wig. vagina. But she does. She's not. I can't. I don't know where the word "mannish" is coming. It's because she had short hair, I guess, and because she's. I guess she's tall. She's not super curvy. Yeah, I guess that's what it is. It doesn't make any sense. What th- what makes and she has a huge penis. What makes less sense is that she hooked up with Chris <laughs> Chris Makepeace. Yeah, I mean, when Robert Rustler's right there. Oh my God! When Gaddy Watanabe's right there. I mean, they. You think Rustler is? <clears throat> you think he was incensed? Uh, he might have been after Didi. Yeah. The director was. Hmm? How's my... Your file? Yeah. Same as always. Too low? It's like uh, Mary Elizabeth Mastrotonia towards the end of the abyss. I gotta slap you around and call you a bitch before you're gonna show up on the... <laughs> gotta pull... I gotta see your breasts. God, it's a weird way to see Mary Elizabeth's breasts. Does she get naked? She get naked takes in the... top off in, in abyss to give her heart palpitation he does but does she get naked oh you see her boobs 
You see her. Na- you see her boobs elsewhere as well. In white, white heat or white sands. White sands. Mickey Rourke. Do you remember Mel that? Defoe, Mary Elizabeth Mastrin Tony. Remember her getting aches in that? No. She do. She doesn't. She gets shot to death in her boobs in uh, Scarface. Do you remember um, Willem Dafoe? Yeah. Whenever he has sex in that movie, he's quiet until (laughs) (laughs) he has sex with Mary Elizabeth Master Antonio. Mickey Rourke. Who's the villain in that? I don't know, but I saw White Sands in the theater. That was our first date. You saw it on a date? That was our first date. I don't remember hating the movie, though. I don't remember hating it either, but I remember thinking this is a weird one to see in the theater. Yeah. It wasn't a huge hit. No, it wasn't a hit at all. I was actually going to purchase the criterion of that one, but who directed that? You think White Sands? It's a, it's a Jeremiah Chechik, Michael Caton Jones, Robert Spottiswood, Roger Donaldson. <laughs> let me go, let me get the let me get to the IMDb at least. I'm just m- n- mentioning similar names. I remember the theme song from it. Uh, okay. Here I go again on my own. <coughs> That's White Snake. Oh. Going down the old road. Maryless was with Master Antonio. <laughs> the believer. In the still of the night, I see the will of the foe sneaking around my door. <laughs> Here I go again. With the foe. <laughs> Going down only road, Mr. Tonio. <laughs> Robert Spotters would directed this, or I'm a Joe. <laughs> I hope he directed it, because then we can take that song and uh, bronze it. Let me see. I can't. The best is White Sands is such a generic title. The movie's not even coming up. Just White Sands, New Mexico, where my dad actually was stationed for a while. Thank you. We'll zoom in. <sighs> All right. Mickey Rourke, by the way, have you seen him lately? Looking, looking duff. Looking, it's a little strange. It is Roger Donaldson. Oh my god! I named one of the real directors of that movie. I think he said Spotswood. I said Donaldson as well. What else did he Sam do? Sam Jackson, James Rebhorn, M. Emmett Walsh, Mara Tierney. That's a good cast. That was one of those times Samuel Jackson said yes. 1992. Man, Mary Elizabeth looking good today. Mm-hmm. Good for her. M. Emmett Waltz looking good. Beth Grant in there. Did it, Please tell me M. Emmett still lives. Yes, there's no way. He, oh, wait a minute. He No, I think he is alive. He looks like he's dead. Yeah, he still is. Well, whoever... He did not write his uh, IMDb. Wonderfully talented, heavyset character actor. Just say wonderfully talented character actor. Let's make fun of his fat. Isn't there an elephant named Babar? White Sands. I'm glad we talked about it. He did. De- he deserved to get some kind of award for Blood Simple. He's so good in it. Just something. Something just happened with that movie. Blood Simple. Yeah. Did they just put together a new, a new criterion of it or something? Or no? Maybe. It'd be awesome if they did. They already had one, right? I don't know. That's a great, great movie. Maybe they just decided. Maybe, well, anyway, there is a criterion. I just saw something about a release of it. We should get that. That's a good one. Do you love it? John Getz. 
And that's why it's good. McDormand. Harriet's back in the world. <laughs> yes, he's in it. Yep. Um, what's his name? Dan Hedaya. Hedaya in this. In this. <clears throat> How do you, did he make it? He's all right. I couldn't tell. Mm-hmm. It's fine. John Getz. That's a good name. He's in uh, Zodiac, which I just watched twice this week. You said I saw you tweet about it. I or watched something. it in its entirety. It's perfect. Twice. It's a perfect movie. It's hard to watch. I don't know how you can watch. It's it. not hard to watch. I think so. Th- that even the scenes that are kind of there's two scenes that are kind of attack sequences, mm-hmm. but they're not that hard to watch. I was disturbed by that, and I read the book before the movie. Which, which scene? The one on when the the couple is on the at the lake. Yeah, the lake that yeah. bothers me, and at the beginning too. Yeah. In the car. Yeah. Um, but I read the book too, and the book really disturbed me. Uh, I'm, I'm listening to that it. podcast right now. What what's the podcast? Um, it's it's uh, what's it called? Monster. Okay. Last year they did the Atlanta child murders. This year it's the Zodiac. What are they doing? What's it's just a really in depth uh, thing with new information and stuff like that. Do you? Does it have more or less listeners than us? Uh, it's probably got less. Yeah. Huge budget behind it. Yeah, lots of advertising. How's their premise? Uh, they they they, uh, they they promise to dial deeper into uh, the facts of the case. Do they zoom in? And they actually do. <laughs> do they zoom in? Who do they think's the Zodiac then? I haven't got. I mean, I'm, it's like 18 episodes. They really milked this, this the Zodiac thing for all. I read worth. a book last year uh, written by a guy who thought his father was the Zodiac. Right, and that was debunked, right? I think so. Yeah. The, the book was written by Ted Zodiac. <laughs> um. I don't. Is it an interesting podcast? I don't know if I'd want to watch. I don't know if I want to listen to it. It's called Monster. Who who does what? Which comedians do oh, it? Oh, the worst. It's by iHeart. No, it's iHeart Media. Yeah. Something else, and then the, one of my least favorite words, Tenderfoot TV. I don't know that. I hate but the word. Who tenderfoot. hosts it? The guy that did last year. It's it's very well done. <clears throat> you don't even remember the host. It's usually a comedian he, if it's a podcast. No, 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 no. It's not a comedian. It's it's the guy that's actually doing the research. Carrot Top and uh, Lionel L. Um, so I liked Vamp. Yeah, but you didn't like it that much. You no, said that it took a downturn lost, for you. It lost a lot. I feel bad. It's a fun little trifle. Yeah. But you think about what an embarrassment of riches there was in the vampire genre. Near Dark. Lost Boys. Fright Night. All those movies held up better than this, I think. Salem's Lot. But this isn't a bad one. I mean, it's not like this has aged poorly. It's it's fine. It's fun to watch. Bram it's got, Stoker's Dracula. It's got charm. It's just not a cut above like once those other bitten. ones. It's better than Once Bitten. <laughs> it's better than Dracula Is Dead Once Bitten you. Jim Carrey? Yeah. And, and, the Lauren hot, Hutton. and the hottest. Yeah. You thought she was the hottest? I used to love her. Yeah. A little tooth gap. Are you kidding? Mm-hmm. I don't. I remember seeing that on HBO. It was like the. It's a PG thirteen movie. Remember? I don't know. I was still sm- smashing it. Had to smash it to that one. Did you smash it to that? I had to. Jim Carrey. Gap in his teeth. Yeah. Um, you know what I liked? What was one of my first like Vampire's Kiss? I had to rewind and do a pause on. Was a. <clears throat> not back to school. His other one, Jade Dangerfield. Oh yeah, Easy Money. Yeah, is it? That was his original. Yeah, it was easy money then. Joe Piscopo. I 
can't remember who's in it at all. I just remember there's a nude scene in it, and I was all excited. Da- uh, Dangerfield? Yeah. Nude? Not dude, not Dangerfield. His neighbor. See his dickhole? <laughs> his neighbor? <coughs> Joe Piscopo's neighbor? Mm-hmm. Whose dickhole do you see? They didn't show penis in that. Spread? No, they didn't do that either. Easy money. Joe Pesci's in it, too. Jesus Christ. Oh, my fuck. Who? Joe Pisco's not in it, I guess. I don't remember him in it. Okay, but... Okay, don't look. I'm gonna name some fucking powerhouses. Easy Money? Oh, yeah. Rodney Dangerfield. Uh Uh-huh. Joe Pesci. Tom Noonan. Love, love. Taylor Negron. Love. Jeffrey Jones. Love. Jennifer Jason Leigh. She's in that? Yep. On fucking believable. Who played the neighbor? Uh, I don't know. I mean, I don't know what, what. I don't know the context. Yeah, could be anybody, right? I guess. I don't remember that movie at all. But what is the name? It's got to be. Maybe it's this girl, Lily Hayden. My first movie crush. She was in Snowpiercer. Sounds right. <laughs> <laughs> Jennifer Jason Lee. Maybe it was her. That'd be weird. It wasn't. Uh, I love Jennifer Jason Lee. Love her. She's great. I hope we do Miami Blues at some point. I'm ready. I'm really pissed off. Oh, that's another movie I want to do is Johnny Dangerously on here. Um, I am. I could have swore Joe Piscopo was in Easy Money. I would have put my dick on it. Maybe you just like put him in other films, like a lot of films. You know, he's not in a lot of films. You just like insert him into films like Johnny Dangerously. He's in that, but maybe you insert him into Johnny Handsome. Wise guys, you know. Yeah, I'm watching King Kong right now. Which King Kong? The '77 with uh, Jeff Bridges. Jessica Lange. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I'm loving it. Charles Grodin is the villain. It's great, right? It's fun weird and the Renee Aubergianis is in it yep. I don't know her him I don't know that Deep Space Nine or whatever he's <clears throat> looking guy always in makeup I just remember Jessica Lang is all time incredible and oh that. my god she's I like how you act like you don't know who Renee Aubergianis is I don't know who that is I do know who that is he's on Benson isn't he on Benson? I'm sure. Fucking Benson? Yeah. He gets. Does he get stepped on or Groden gets stepped on? I haven't gotten that far. Don't, thanks for one spoiling them, it. One of them gets Jesus stepped on. Christ, fucking spoil it. By uh, Jessica Lange. God damn it. Jessica Lange crushes him? Mm-hmm. Fuck. I don't need to watch it now. She giants out at the end to battle Kong. Don't you remember that part? She's. Uh, you see her boobs in this. Not naked. You see her boobs. Oh, what are we like? Five. Yeah. What's um, going on? I think I think he was in Punky Brewster. I don't see Benson. I don't remember n- nudity ever featuring in any King Kong Benson. movie. Well, I, I'm sorry. Are you serious that she gets naked in that? She doesn't get naked. You see her boobs in it. Like some? Yeah, exposed. All. Exposed. All right. What about Bridges? He's he's adorable in this movie. Plays Kong, King Kong's uh, rival love interest. 
or rival 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 i don't oh is this when she's on the island that's the only time her boobs would be out i don't know i can't uh i've got i have i have a bigger phone um so vamp is like 